We join the Super Legit crew before the show as Jet finishes up a few last-minute instructions. Uh, also, if you say something and at the end of the show you're like, I should not have said that in a recorded format that um, uh, tens of millions of people will hear uh, across decades, um, just point out to us uh, at the end or send us a uh, Facebook message or whatever, and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure it gets edited out of the, out of the episode. Uh, Andrew and then, Jackson was justified. <laughs> oh Actually, can we edit that out, please? Uh, oh, too late. No, that one's staying in. Uh, <laughs> yep. Anything else uh, I'm forgetting to mention to anyone? Yeah, nine adults came together on a Saturday night to be goofy. Thank you yes. all for being here. This is awesome. Episode of the Super Legit Podcast. I am your host, Jet Kaufman, and I, once again, as always, just have such amazing people in front of my face right now. I wish you could all see them. But let's uh, let's let's list off who has joined me this week from our regular cast. We've got my co-executive producer, Josh Spence. Hi, Josh. Before we even what start the show? Wow, right off the bat, before I introduce we... everyone. All right. Just yes. like congratulate Michael Hyman for auditioning for Mission Improbable. All right. Today. Is that a thing we want to wow. discuss on yeah. our show? Yeah. Congratulations on an audition. You know what? Yeah. You're that good, buddy. Like, you, know. you took everybody's lunch money. Like, I'm so glad you're getting I want out that there back, by you... the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happens when you take lunch money. So you don't get it that back. is, if, for people listening, yeah. that is a traditional improv audition. Yes. Involves taking the lunch money of the people in the improv <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My guy is so talented. I'm so yeah. proud of him to see him get up there and just crushing it. It's great. Well, thank you, Fantastic. Josh. Appreciate it. Um, As a matter of don't fact. Don't get too disappointed when I don't make because, it. Because, well, no, because the thing is, you're going to get the gig, and then you won't be here Saturdays, and then oh. we'll need a new co-host. Got it. Oh, super legit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I see how so, this is going. Yeah. I mean, yeah. congratulations. Uh-huh. Goodbye. You got to go. Got it. I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is an opportunistic congratulations. Got mm-hmm. it. Because Josh is vying for your job. You know what? Yeah. I'm so proud of my guy today. Can I nominate Michael Hyman to be the co-host? Accepted. Are we nominating so people for jobs they already have? Is that yes. what's happening? Yeah, that's a okay. thing uh, we do Not on the, the show sometimes. Yes. Not the first time we've done this exact and, thing. And... Yep. We've had this I'm, exact dialogue. I'm not going to lick a gift horse I'm in the, the mouth. I, I am just going to accept your nomination. And, my, and Michael Hyman, you are now and historically always the co-host of this show. All right. Now for the rest of the cast that I can introduce, Sean Michael Boozer. Woo! I'm here. Jan Burton. Hello. Chris Sanders. Hi. Chris Compton. <laughs> I am here as well. And although we already did most of this work, I'm going to reintroduce yeah. our once and always co-host, Michael Hyman. Yes, here I am, co-hosting here. So happy to have you. And, uh, and you know, I uh, I both hope you uh, you make it onto the team and somehow manage to uh, stay the co-host of this podcast because you are our one and only co-host for this podcast. I mean, that's, that's, that, that's very sweet and also kind of a lie, so I'll take it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what we do on the show. Hey, so who are our guests this week, Michael Hyman? We have two guests, Jet. Uh, what? First, we have returning champion, friend of the show, Christian Heffley. Hello. <laughs> and uh brand new guest for the first time, uh, according as far as our audience is concerned. Yes. Uh, Jeffrey Thompson. Hello. Whoop, whoop. 
Uh, I'm so glad this is my first time. Uh, I'm not going to use any bits that you've heard before because you've never heard them before. So it's great. Oh, perfect. Oh, the audience will be uh, will be surprised by everything you say. Sure. Will. Uh, which is which is valuable because Jeffrey repeats everything he says twice, um, a few months apart. So uh, it would have been really awkward if the previous episode we recorded him with him had uh, had actually made it to air. If you've seen the movie Goodfellas, that was he thing. plays the character Jeffrey two times. <laughs> get the papers, get the papers. Uh, so, hey, Michael, uh, what is our question for this week? I'd love to hear it. Uh, our question is uh, fairly simple, but perhaps deep. The question Ooh. is, what is your most common recurring dream? Which uh, you know could could be a dud if if no one has recurring dreams here. Yeah, it uh, assumes um, that we all have recurring dreams. Yeah, I, I personally I, do not uh, actually have recurring dreams. So wow, that's interesting. I, don't I have uh, much to say here. I don't have, I don't have like a necessarily a recurring dream front to back. You know, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Although it does come up a lot where. I'm peeing in a dream, and then part of me has to think: Am I wait? Do I and am I peeing in real life, or am I just like peeing in the? Yeah, yeah, am I peeing yeah. in real life, or am I just peeing in the dream? And then like, ha ha ha, and then I just go to the bathroom just, just because. But in yeah. the bed? No, no, no. Do no. you mean leave and go to the bathroom, or do you mean you, you pee? <laughs> uh, whichever is funnier. No, <laughs> no, I'm always Fair afraid. Of and then you just go to. So in your dream, you just go to the bathroom. Or yeah, you actually wake up because you left out that step. No, I wake up. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Okay. Let's really listen to Sanders on this because he knows wherever he speaks, he's their resident expert on peeing. So, uh, yeah. answer the question. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, what do you got? I don't know this bit. <laughs> I, I, I'm with it though. I no, believe like, this I is a callback to. Oh, oh yes. peeing story. That's yes. right. He does have all the peeing yes. stories. I yeah. get the bit now. Yeah. Yep. Oh, a little slow uh, tonight. I think we all are. Sort of some, of us. <laughs> some of us. Maybe just oh, be a jet. <laughs> am yeah, I? Yeah, it's fine. But am I the only person here that has like dreams where like there's peeing involved, and then like oh, yes. yes. all oh, the yeah. time. You know, okay, you've thank actually God. Just reminded yeah, yeah. me because I was I was racking my brains trying to remember what my recurring dream is, and it actually fits perfectly into this one because I have constant recurring dreams of the most horrific public restrooms imaginable. Like this, <laughs> it is a recurring nightmare for me of I go somewhere and the public restroom is like, it's, you know, 27 stalls uh, that are all in my, like the weirdest directions possible. And they're all, the doors are broken and they're filthy and the toilets are overflowing and they're just the most disgusting, filthy, unusable bathrooms everywhere. And there's already a bunch of people in them too. And it was like, there's nowhere that you can get privacy to pee. And like, it is, and then like, you'll go, I'm just gonna use another restroom and the restroom next door is just as bad in another way. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just, this is a recurring thing that I've had for many years of just like, if the bathroom from Saw was <laughs> 10 times more horrific and filthy, that those are, those are my recurring dreams. So basically, the scariest horror movie you can imagine would be called A Nightmare at the Rest Stop on the North Carolina Line. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Are you are you like a germaphobe in real life? Because I feel does that that would translate. It would make sense if you were like your nightmares were like dirty bathroom. No, no. In fact, I'm not that good at cleaning my own bathroom. What's funny is I I actually looked this up. I get a reoccurring dream where my teeth fall out. Yeah, and like that's a classic one, I I was like, Josh sent me the the prompt for this podcast today, 
and I had just seen a post on like Reddit or something mm-hmm. earlier, and it was like a map of countries. And it was like reported most common recurring dream. Oh wow! And like America is your teeth fall out. <laughs> it's like because no one has dental Canada, insurance. The There's a meaning right. to that. Yeah. There's yeah. A meaning it's to like that. I, that I don't know. Appropriate if, here. It's called it, private payer healthcare. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's telling the future. Super. Neo, you're right. You are in the Matrix. It's time for you to get out. What? Yes, everything that you thought was a lie is a lie. Reality is not reality. Are you ready? I mean, is this even oxygen I'm breathing? Uh, but no, sure. No, it's digital. In order to get out of the matrix, you have to pee. Oh, uh, all right. It's harder than you think. Have you ever tried to pee in a dream? It's actually, it's like really difficult. What? This is Neo, they're sense. coming for you. Oh. Oh, what? Oh, what is going? My my pee hole is closing. It's just, yes. There's just they're hacking into your pee hole. No, Neo, are you the chosen one or not? I I don't know. I just I would love to pee right now, and then maybe I can answer your question. Neo, believe in yourself. I, I do, but now it, now it's just kind of a, I'm like a Ken doll. It's just a lump down there. The skin just keeps growing. <laughs> Neo, you have to grow it back. Control it. Neo, I believe in you. Do you have a scalpel or something? Neo, can... it's, there's no time. They're taking all the scalpels away. You have can, to grow. Can you, you can have you to like, change. Can you like download urination into me so I could just be really good at peeing? Oh, yeah, that actually would have been something I could have prepared for. But now it's too late. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Neo, there's no time. Uh, all right, fine. Look, I'll hold it. Uh, I okay. Uh, I'm really good at kung fu. Um, Neo, it's too late. Now you have to do something else embarrassing. Do karaoke, <laughs> but your ex-girlfriend is in the audience, and you decided to pick a love song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wait. No, more not. romantic, more <laughs> embarrassing. It was your song. Now she thinks that you sing it for her. No. Oh. Oh. The, the even flow. Legit. 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 Don't get sued. We can't get too many words out in that song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought even shut down forever. <laughs> the singing yes. was so accurate it would have set off the. Yeah. The- yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Josh, you were you were saying something about like a uh, definition of dreams. So according to the Sleep Foundation, dreams of teeth falling out may symbolize anxiety, insecurity, or loss. Jaw tension and clenching during sleep may contribute to dreaming about your teeth. Dreams are often reflective of your own life circumstances and emotions, so meanings can vary from person to person. So what are you doing, Halfley? It sounds like the dreams aren't at fault here. It sounds like you're at fault. I've I got a lot of work, a lot of jobs. I will say, if you flip to the all the other entries in that book, it says, <laughs> yep. this dream represents anxiety. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, those sound like symptoms of life. Well, that, that makes sense because I got curious and I kept looking up other countries' recurring dreams, and all of South America's most common reoccurring dream is snake. It's just like there's a snake chasing them. And then I was just now I got I just kept looking and looking, but my favorite of all is gotta be Botswana or Ethiopia. The most recurring dream in Botswana is eating. Eating? Awesome. <laughs> they just they just they just in their dreams they just eat, and in Ethiopia. They dream about shoes. Hmm. 
Man. Wow. That, That's very depressing. Yeah. It's uh, like the complete opposite. <laughs> it is deeply depressing. In Ethiopia, They Dream About Shoes is a mid-80s Talking Heads album, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought I recognized that, yes. <laughs> That's the one where they wear the big suit. That's one of those Talking Heads albums I never listened to, along with all of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, you're missing out, buddy. I've had recurring dreams. That, like, I have, essentially, I have the same anxiety dream that just transposes itself into different settings uh, over and over again. Uh, and I like the one that, the one that really does come back a lot is the work anxiety dreams. Mm. Uh, and like, as I've gotten older, like, my jobs have gotten more sort of amorphous and intangible. Uh, so the work anxiety dream I always go back to is where my first job out of high school was I worked in a vegetable processing factory on an assembly line. Mm, uh, yeah. And my job was to move a box, a 50 pound box of tomatoes uh, over a three foot space yeah, for yeah. you know, 10, 12 hours a day. What, what I'm saying is the capitalism is a failure. But the dream is that I'm at work, I'm on the assembly line, and then I find myself falling asleep and falling asleep onto the assembly line, mm -hmm. uh, at which point oh. I'm then carried down the line and then everything that everyone is doing to the tomatoes mm -hmm. that they are processing uh, to send off. They, like, they're washing me, they're putting yeah. a food line sticker on I saw this Charlie Chaplin uh, movie, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that with a Southern accent. <laughs> uh, but still to this day, I will have that dream. And it used to be when I would have that, when I had that job, I would wake up in a fit of anxiety. And now I wake up and remember that I don't have that job anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is the greatest dream of all time. And you're not a sentient tomato, yeah. which is nice. Mm -hmm. Follow up question on that. Um, yeah. So as everybody was doing the jobs that they actually did in the real world, did you actually carry yourself over that three foot gap to put you on? Or was there just <laughs> another person? Like oh, how wow. meta did this get? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hit the gap. So uh, on this, I, I did. I think I brought this up on, on one of our episodes yeah, before. Yeah, Because on this, if you want to, if you want a good crystal clear image of the death of capitalism, so we take these tomatoes, drop them out. People would take out the rotten ones, throw them away, and they go on the assembly line. And then one person's job would be to take them and make them so they were face up. So like the top of the tomato is facing up, and then about six inches down the line from them was a drop. So then he would take them, straighten them up. And it would go over the drop and would just roll in whatever way it would roll. Yep. Uh, and that person whose job was both awful and completely useless is a metaphor for what is wrong with our system. <laughs> you know, I don't actually have any recurring dreams, but I'd have a recurring theme or like a recurring... I do a lot of fighting of monsters in my dreams. And when I say dreams, more nightmares, but it's the closest I have to dreams. And there's no like one monster I fight. It's it's like it's always some new being and it's always a physical fight, a physical confrontation. And the one thing that happens over and over and over again as I do battle with this thing is that my punches are like like as if they're underwater, they're slow motion and they do zero damage. <laughs> and the beast just looks at me like, dude, really? <laughs> this is going to be fun. Super. Boozer, we're late for school again. And oh, we don't have pants on. Oh, God. No, it's here. Boozer, it's the sentient tomato. Please, you're the only one that can stop it, man. 
Hold you on. You gotta stop it. I'm gonna put my pants on. Uh, oh my god, my pants are moving so slowly. It's uh, like they're underwater. Faster. I can't I'm move. Trying this is to keep my dream. My, I am not gonna fight a sentient uh, tomato with no pants on. You're so absolutely gonna... gonna fight a sentient <laughs> tomato. You have no other choice. You gotta put me right side up. Hold it's, I uh, Can you hear it? I can't get my pants on. This is, oh God, it's happening again. All right, I'm gonna take a swing. Oh gosh, that skin is so hard. Well, let me get my pants it. up. It'll be, geez, oh, the skin on that. I'm sorry, misunderstood. <laughs> I just want to say, Mr. Kruger, that you are a uh, a legend in in this field, and I'm I'm very super happy to job shadow you today. Um, Thanks, baby. This is be like the part where you would come come out and and claw them to bits, right? This is this is where you do one of your expert killing moves, right? Oh yeah, bitch. Uh, uh I mean, Fred 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 also works. Um, you can call me Fred. Your your name's also Fred. No, just just Fred. I mean. It's if, if you want to call me, no, just Fred. Yeah, just Fred. Oh, wow, I, I didn't know we had a a thing, baby. Uh, all right, two Freds. So, uh, if it's slow motion, is, yeah. Did you? At what point did you decide to have them do slow motion with the pants? That's I think that's a genius stroke. Uh, I just thought, uh, you know, we wanted the extra tension in there as I came out, and you know, wanted to just slice and dice him and. Uh, you know, and that tomato, too. We were going to surprise them, but, you know, nobody knew this was a Freddy Krueger movie going into it. So, you know, slice up the guy's pants, slice that tomato into a nice uh, bruschetta, you know, just really uh, surprise the hell out of the audience, baby. I'm just wondering, we've, we've been in this dream for nine hours now. I'm just, mm. uh, you're the expert, but just at what point are we going to come in and, and slash those two guys to bits? You know what? I'm not on a time crunch here, honestly. I've got unlimited time. So, Doc, I'm trying to get my pants up, but it's so slow, and it's been like nine hours. The really horrible part about this stream, the really the really vexing part, the part that I, I just can't get out of my mind is, why am I wearing horizontal stripes? That's not flattering. Why are my pants not vertical stripes? I mean, what am I trying to prove? Well, I'm glad that you asked me that question, because... I, Doc, I get I'm paying you by the hour, but can, you're gonna have to talk faster than that. I'm gonna. Have I, to I see you milking the clock. Oh uh, God. Yeah. Uh, Once so, 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 you tell me the dream again, because I, I really, it's really all in the reaction in the moment. Uh, so I need you to set me up again. Mr. Kruger, do you? I, I'm just trying to get make sure we're doing the job right. Do you like create the whole dream, or just the part where we we murder them? Because it seems like there's a lot of striped colors and striped patterns. In this whole dream, that's kind of like I like stripes. What's your question here? Are you are you really questioning my style? I'm my not. Aesthetic? It's just normally it's just not a flattering thing, and like I mean, they represent gashes. They represent gashes. It's it's oh. red gashes from my claws. Really? Yeah. You didn't get the metaphor, the symbolism of it. I've seen My Dinner with Freddy is not the movie that I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Like it, it, it's it's just like I, I feel like I feel like they've sort of lost what Wes Craven built here, you know. Like it just seems like it goes on and on, and it's gotten like into these sort of long I aesthetic like it. conversations. It's just okay. It's slow. It's methodical. Uh -huh. I don't like horror movies, and they're just not getting to it. Freddy, baby. Okay, thanks for coming to my office's fifth floor CAA building. Anytime, Look, bitch. 
<laughs> Look, uh, it's a different time. You know, people aren't doing the, the horror and the gore and the things like that. But what the we, hell? Like, uh, we want to make you an artiste. Freddy, you're, 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 you're 57, okay? So, uh, uh... I feel like I'm still 17, baby. Well, you're, you're not, and your tweets have been oh. problematic, so let's, uh, let's maybe keep <laughs> your right. opinions, you know, to yourself. Uh, uh, should I, I move mean, to truth? What's the deal here? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Freddy, uh, yeah. you, you're a horror icon. Nobody wants to hear uh, what you think about Israel and Palestine, Freddy, so I'm, 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 I'm trying to be honest with you. I, I was trying to be honest with them, too, but no, all no, right, no, no, all no, right. No, no. Okay. no more okay. honesty. I'm just, yeah. just ah. you know... Uh, I got this real great uh, uh, indie film. Uh, you play a father yeah. uh, who's struggling with alcoholism, oh. and I, I, I really think this is going to be good for you. Uh, when do I kill the kids? You don't kill the kids, what? Freddy. You only you only traumatize them, and they have to go to shrinks later. You're just a bad dad. That's it. That's all. no 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 oh. killing. It's so more psychological. Oh. There could be sure. there could be an Oscar in this, couldn't there? Okay, uh, Fred, we're gonna take this one more time. Um, please take the damn yeah, fedora. Bitch. Okay, um, you're your dad. We need uh, you. We need you focused. We're at the breakfast table. First of all, take the damn fedora off your head. Uh, why oh. would you have a fedora on at breakfast? Just, it was part of my new aesthetic. It's it's no, it's your old aesthetic, and we're we're moving past that. We're trying to get you in a new a new million. I just thought my million. Twitter followers would appreciate it. Okay, here's what I don't. Shout need. out to the incel community. Oh, okay. you, I need <laughs> I need less thinking, less shout outs. Here's what we're doing. You come down to the breakfast table. You look. What? What? what I need you focused on what I'm saying. Sorry. What are you doing? There's just so much going on here. It's so busy. All right, that's just the lighting guy. Let him do his job. Okay. Is he supposed to be there? Yes, he's supposed to. Do you want me to take him there. out? I've got the no, gloves. Why? Why are you batting at the at the microphone? Please, no. Put, why <laughs> is the face. glove even on? Why is the glove even on? This is my brand. Right, okay, we're trying. You understand that we? This is not on brand for your old stuff. We are oh. moving. Forward, we're going right. forward. Right, we're and trying the whole Andrew no dice clay thing. I forgot. Okay. Yes, I'm. I'm th thank you for such a timely reference. That was beautiful. <laughs> now, if, if we can, you come down to breakfast. Yeah. And you're coming from the mindset. Now, you are a bad father. You, at your core, are not a good human being. But you're talking you about being on character. I'm talking about I'm talking about your how how long have you been in this business? I'm talking about your character. I've played one character my entire life, so you know I can't really separate the two. Oh well, beautiful. This is for the uh, Hallmark Channel anyway, so it's going to be one note. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, when you come down, yeah. you are you are mean. You are abusive outwardly. Outwardly, uh. that's what they're getting. But inside, it's because you care. You are coming from a place of love. You just don't know how to love lovingly. Wow. Can you give me that? You've actually cut real deep to my soul just now. You've seen through the pain mm. on my face and in my hands, unlike anyone else has ever seen before you get me. You know, you know what's going on in here. Okay, can, can we roll on this now, please? Rolling. Okay, and action. What's up, bitches? <laughs> oh, God. Cut, cut, cut. Legit, legit, cut. legit. <laughs> I sort of similarly have thematic things that come up all the time. I feel like I've talked about this before. Like, I always dream about water constantly. I assume mm. I was, like, I can breathe underwater 
or I'm stuck on ice or I'm in a river or, you know, it's a lot of water and then horses. And then also, I also have the I have to piss dream. Yes. (laughs) I have that one too. And I've had the one where there's 45 doors and I really have to go. And I go in there and I try and it's like the toilet's not working. Um, we don't have to dwell on this, but I've definitely had that one. But I usually wake up and then I have to. Uh, years ago, my uncle was telling me, he's like, hey, Michael, don't get old. Getting old sucks. I used to dream I was flying. And now when I dream, I dream I have to go to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> and I've been thinking about that more as like, that's kind of a nice thing because you can finally have realistic dreams that can come true. <laughs> like if you if you dream that you have to go to the bathroom and then you oh. wake up like oh my god my dream's real I can go to but the bathroom maybe, maybe not if you have prostate issues I mean yeah but like you know <laughs> one could not fantastic it's it not, remains I don't a dream Your dreams are within reach is what I'm saying yeah. I do think that's like a good that's that's part of what growing older is uh, is uh, having to pee a lot your sights lower <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and which is like not bad. Not bad. Like, no. you, you know, I the the dream of, like, I'm going to be the most successful person in Hollywood uh, becomes a dream of, please don't let me live in Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> and that's great. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, from taking over Hollywood to parking in Hollywood, like, that is a dream that is much more attainable, yet still glorious. I think I'm kind of more interested in, not that, not to change the subject, but like, I, I'm sort of more interested in dreams that sort of stand out as opposed to recurring. Mm, like, yeah. I had a dream after my dad died, I had a dream about meeting my dad underneath a pool, like inside of a pool, this water. blue water. And he was down there and we had this whole conversation. And that dream, like, I still think about that dream to this day. And it definitely felt like we were having a chat. Super. Oh, oh, you uh, you found me, Dad. Hey, kiddo. Uh, wow. What do you mean I found you? Oh, I just um. Were you? Wait a minute. Anyone... Are you trying to hide from me? Uh, okay. So, uh, you know how like sometimes a um. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're trying was... to hide from me. Yeah. Um, wow. That. No. It, it's worse. I was uh, preparing to fake my death. Um, so Wait a minute. That, I thought this yeah. was a dream the whole time, but this is actually happening. That's yeah. what you're telling me. No, I, you. it is a dream. And go <laughs> Wait a minute. Sleep. Go to sleep, but I'm already dreaming? That does not make any sense. Unless it's Inception and you're going deeper into <laughs> uh, the dream. Dad, we Ooh. both know that you never saw that movie. <laughs> I don't like movies that are long and confusing. <laughs> Let me know what the ending means. Hey, okay. uh, I'm just wandering through. Hey, bro, good to see you. Hey, Jen, your niece, you're my favorite. You're a good little shit. All wow. right, I'm out. That is great. No one's going to understand that <laughs> from this group. But, uh, well, Dad, this is awkward. I don't know what to say. I feel bad about myself, and thanks for hiding from me. Honey, honey, no, no, no. You don't don't feel bad about yourself. The reason I'm leaving has nothing to do with you and everything to do with the fact that you are half your mother. I'm half my mother. And that is something you cannot control, and you should not 
take personally. So you're just going to live at the bottom of the pool for ever? As long as I can, yes. <laughs> Dad, what do you mean you're leaving my dream to go live with your buddy at the bottom of a pool? What are you talking about? You know what? You're not a good little shit. What? And I'll tell you why. You keep saying that. Uh -huh. It's it's my it's my catchphrase. The bourbon comes in, and the comments come out. And the comments are you are either you you're one or two or one or two. You're either a good little shit, or you're not a good little shit. Who's not a good little shit? Who's not a good I, This is my dream. I should be able. I I thought I was a lucid dreamer. I should be able to control this. And I keep saying that you're a good dad, and you keep saying you're leaving to go to the bottom of the pool. Why can't I change this dream? Why are you dreaming about Lucy? How come I'm here instead of Lucy, then, if you're a Lucy dreamer? <laughs> no answer, huh? No, That's what I, just, I thought. I'm gonna change you know why? You know no. why? Why? You know why? Why? Because you're not a good little shit. <laughs> Stop. Stop saying that. I, I am... I Stop am. being that. Huh? No, I'm gonna... You know, we're, we're gonna... I'm gonna. We're gonna change the stream. We're gonna go to the ballpark. Oh great! And now I gotta pee. Stop talking about streams. You know, at my age, I would love to get a good stream going. I'm not a good little pisser anymore. Dad, you gotta get out of this pool. It's literally filled with your piss. It's like you've just been down here so long that it's now more piss than water. Look, when you're my age, you're lucky if you can get one piss. The fact I, I could fill a whole pool, I'm doing great, okay? And I'm not. I, I, I'm living the dream. Come Look, on. I'm I am over the fact that you do not, uh, that you don't want to see me and that you've hidden from me down here, but this is an unhygienic situation that you're living in now. <laughs> the sequel to The Aviator is just losing me here. Uh, you know, like, you know, we had all of Howard Hughes's life, and now it's just like him in what looks like a set left over from a skate video that he's like now it. filled with his own urine. <laughs> it's all, it's got okay. piss. It's like, I like it. I can finally do it. I can, I swear I can pee right now. Whoa, you have a daughter? Welcome to the bottom of the pool. I'm working on getting us out of here. As soon as I can uh, get this skin off the my pee hole, I'm gonna get the pee out. Look, you're the operator. I'm not gonna tell you how to do your job, but I would think before loading up Kempo and karate and uh, like helicopter piloting, you would teach them how to pee in the matrix. Why haven't you done the basic functions yet? I have a collection of, uh, it's just basically, it's 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 uh, punch cards. We're down to punch cards because realistically all the, you know, the EMPs destroyed all of the disc drives. Right, right, So right. I, I have sure. these sorted however I can sort them and I just put them in the new order I get them and then peeing was way yeah. down on the list. Look, okay? I know I'm not the technology. and then they fall and I drop mm. them on the ground and I pick them back up. So the agents were coming after me and all I was able to do was get my family to get into a wagon and travel towards the state of Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like, like I was able to hunt so I was able to kind of turn in like kind of like 45 degree angles and okay. shoot a single bullet so out. So you, you got hunting skills from the program. I mean, yeah. I'm helping the best I can here, okay? We're yeah, working but, with primitive technology. Yeah, but they weren't fast enough to stop agents. Like the buffalo I could get, but that goddamn rabbit nobody has ever hit. So um, I don't think he's the one. <laughs> Legit. Legit. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's the one either. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. Well, uh, this this uh, uh, sequel this was to better Matrix, than the, the third um, film, by the way, needs a sponsor. 
Um, you know, oh, they've yeah. all got corporate sponsorship these days. You just can't mm-hmm. make a movie without uh, putting uh, some some kind of product placement in there. For Michael sure. Hyman, I think you have the sponsor for this episode. Oh, uh, sure uh, do. What do we got? Yeah, here it is. Hey, dads, picture this. You're sleeping at night. You wake up. You feel like you have to go to the bathroom. But you go to the toilet. Nothing's coming out. What are you going to do? You're struggling. You're drenched with sweat. But nothing's coming out of that old pee hole. Well, now, with what are you waiting for, you'll be positively drowning in urine. Coming out of your pee hole at every hole. All the holes in your body will start shooting out the urine that you've been storing up. You're going to feel positively spongy with the amount of urine just coming out of your ears, your eyes, your nose holes, and don't forget that old pee hole. Just ask famous Italian Stanley Tucci what he thinks of what you're waiting for. Uh, I thought this was a set of the next Hunger Games movie. That's right, he loves it too. And he has no problem peeing, and he goes to Italy all the time. So, next time you're struggling to pee, take a what are you waiting for, Watch everything drip you bone dry. God, I hope you have your agent name picked out, Michael Hyman, because you are oh. gold. That's so good. I can't believe you got that sponsor for this episode before <laughs> this episode's theme developed. I know, it's crazy. It just worked out. You know. So I'm just like, Kismet's real. That's it. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, I do like see pharmaceutical companies now just leading with the uh, fine print at the end, like let's just start with the side of that. <laughs> we get to the purpose of the medication, fine, but like let's lead with what we know is. Good. It's like Ozempic, but for your pee hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since uh, clearly we're we're not a group full of, of people having the same dream, but is, is anyone actually a lucid dreamer here? That was my next question. Yeah, yeah like I, you brought it up, and I was thinking that was like maybe there's yeah anyone anyone have I am control very curious, their dreams. I always uh, wished I could do that. Yeah, that. And I, I talk in my sleep a lot. I've been in a dream where something funny to me happened. And I laughed really, really hard. And then I said to myself in the dream, I bet real Josh can hear this. As I was, <laughs> uh, and then oh the next day, God. the next day, my mom asked me, what happened in your dream last night? I was like, I really don't remember. She said, you woke me up going, ha, ha, ha. I bet you real Josh can hear this. <laughs> so I think having that cognizant of being like in a different state versus sleeping is very interesting. And when you're aware of it, which I guess is lucid dreaming, it's, it's the best. It happens occasionally. But when it does, like I have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few rare occasions where I've been like mildly aware. I like I I couldn't give you an example of what it was, but it's that moment where it was like something's not quite right. This is clearly not reality. Well, let's just see where it goes. Or it's like I I become aware of the fact that if I think of something, then it happens. Is like oh, I'm clearly manipulating the events here. So let's see it through. It's like clearly if I think this is going to happen, we're going to go there. You know, and then sometimes they get thrown for a loop because of course a good narrative is is never what you expect it to be. So. Super. Jen, have you ever been invited to a lucid dream before? Like, it's nice that Hyman invited us to be in his D&D dream. I'm excited. I've never played D&D before, so this is a first. I'm excited. I can't wait. You look like you have. You're dressed as a giant cat person. You. I didn't even plan this. This was from my dream. 
I was this- I was dressed as a cat person in my dream, and then I got the invitation, and I was like, I don't have time to change, so I just came in this way. You did well. I I I'm dressed like the New York Yankees. I'm not. Yeah, the entire for this. team. There's so many outfits on you. You have like layered. You're wearing like 40 hats. And there's nine of us in a row. Like we all move in synchronized motion. It's so weird. What's up, bitches? Freddy, oh my God. Freddy Krueger is here. Hey, I I'm so excited to play film. D&D. Oh. You're the That's only not one, Freddy. But thank you. That's Sanders. That's Sanders. Take off the mask, Sanders. Come on. No. It's me. <laughs> oh, I'm committed hey. to this character. Uh, hey guys. So, sorry, oh, I'm, I'm late. Sorry. Oh, no, you're here too, Hyman. It's yeah, cool. No. Uh, Dungeon Master. Re- I'm ready to go. Just, uh, uh, oh, Freddy Krueger. Hey, hey what's up, baby? It's not a, it's not a nightmare without Freddy Krueger, right? I, I just want you all to know the knives are just decorative tonight. I am here to just play D and D with the rest of you like a normal nerd. Yeah, yeah cause I, uh, you're playing a bard, so you won't need those. Oh, that's yeah. great! I'm gonna turn my fingers into lutes. Or wow, flutes. he did it! Whatever. Look at all those know. lutes. Lute yes. flutes. You look yes. a lot less scary with lute fingers. Oh. This is a dream. You could be a lute flute. Let's have flute flutes. I love it. Michael, I'm confused. We're in your dream. Yeah. But instead of doing an actual campaign and like killing goblins and zombies and robots, right? That's D&D. We're playing a game. Some context. Yeah. yeah. I brought my dice. I have nice. a D21 because it's a dream so I can have whatever I want. We're going to just get this adventure started. So um, <clears throat> you all walk up to a door. Hey, let me open this door. Hickory, dickory, talk. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Andrew, oh, somebody asked for dice. Oh, the dice so man, you made dice. it. Hey, how you dice? doing? <laughs> uh, good to see you. Hey, 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 you know, hey. I thought it was a long shot since, you know, I only ever served you coffee back when I worked at Starbucks and we aren't friends, but this is great. You made it. It worked out. Of course. I know I said I wasn't going to stab anyone, but I'm really feeling kind of stabby already. Well, you have loot fingers now. I don't know if you can. Yeah. God damn it. Can't stab anyone with loot fingers. And you would have to roll uh, pretty high dexterity to be able to even utilize your loot fingers anyways. To be able to stab with them, I don't even know that it's possible. I don't know that unless you've got a, a D40. Nah, I didn't think to bring the D40. God damn it. What a bitch I am. I just want to say I've never played this game before, so I don't know what any of this means. I guess uh, no. I'll do I roll. We all just make up bullshit as we go. It's okay, fine. great. So I the door. Open the door. I'm opening the door. I open the door and. Oh, you got to roll. You got. Oh, I got to roll. roll. Okay, roll I, one rolled, of your dice. I rolled. I rolled an F40. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> You, you didn't. Oh, no. You didn't have enough dexterity to open a door. Oh uh, no! The door comes off the hinges and crushes you. Uh, Am I dead now? Oh no. yeah, that's bitch. great. I love skinny chicks. Hey! And then in Michael's dream, as this conversation is happening, the ground begins to shake. Like you hear, like the T Rex up. And in the distance, there is a four hundred foot monster that looks exactly like the real co-host, Josh Spence, coming to just be the real nightmare in this dream. Roll to demote uh, the monster as co-host. <laughs> I'm the co-host, I'm the co-host. I roll the 21. Oh, natural 21, that's impressive. Natural 21, yes. Oh, that, that at least stops him in his tracks uh, for right now. And he's, oh, he's starting to shrink, but not too much. Uh-oh. Now he's launching his super hot passive aggression fire out of his mouth at you. <laughs> oh, 
boy, that's that's really it's annoying. Okay. It's just a joke. I'm fine with it. But he isn't fine with it. He really, really wants to be co-host. And the only thing to do, aside from actually letting him be co-host, which would make you lose the game. Yeah, is we're not to, losing D&D. Yeah, you got to defeat him. All right. I don't know. I Look, I can't tell you what you got to do, but, I mean, you guys do have Freddy Krueger, and maybe you'd want to find a way to get rid of those loot fingers and give him his claws back. Nah, I just cast level 20 magic missile. Oh, oh, well, it just, it pierces, it pierces giant Josh Spence's heart, and it explodes, and he <laughs> topples over, and, uh, he, his carcass ends up becoming a home for all the dwarves in the area, and, um, his, his meat feeds, uh, feeds the entire land for, uh, the rest of eternity. Oh, delicious. Oh, wow. That's interesting. What's a fellow got to roll to get a piss around here? <laughs> what you <Legit. laughs> <laughs> Hey, but really, uh, though, I am glad you're the co-host. Like, I don't know what that last <laughs> shit was ab- sure, Josh. about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just like the power of passive-aggressive fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is both hot and cold at the same time. You know what? It's funny. When you said that, I was like, damn, that fucking hurt. But also, like, my man knows me. Okay, no, that's fine. Let's keep going with this. This is great. <laughs> That's what friends are for, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm actually not a fan of lucid dreaming. I've no? had lucid dreams. No, when I when I'm aware that I'm dreaming, I feel like I'm trapped inside of my body and I have to get out. So I spend a lot. I've had when I become aware that I'm dreaming, I completely freak out in my dream and I'm like, wake up! I start screaming to wake up, and then I dream that I'm waking up, but things aren't in the right place, and then I freak out yeah. afresh until I actually wake up i'm not a fan of it has anybody ever had that thing where you would swear you're awake and you cannot move your body where you're trapped inside of it and dude Sleep it's paralysis? terrifying That's yes a thing. The, the i've only had that happen twice but it, it is, sucks yeah oh my god it's terrifying. i definitely had it uh it happened a couple times but in like childhood or like early teen years and when it happened i had that uh i i had that like um silent scream where you're so terrified that you oh, open wow. your mouth to scream, but really all it comes out. And as far as like lucid dreaming, lucid lucid dreaming is is technically you not just that you are aware you're dreaming, but you actually control it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So cause, so then what is what is it if because I I don't think I've ever actually been able to control. I very often uh, when I do actually remember my dreams, at, at least reach a point where mid dream I realize I realize I'm dreaming. I, I still don't have any control, but I at least like kind of enjoy the ride if it's a good dream. It's kind of the equivalent of like you getting halfway through and realizing like this dream kind of has a shitty writer. Uh, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh I, I, okay. I get. Can we? Can we? Pick this up. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Go on. Speaking we, of that, like a dream do? that a dream that stands out of my, my most recent dream that stands out was just like last week when I realized I was dreaming. My mom was had was in town and we were in my kitchen talking and then the dream kind of like skipped forward in time, like maybe a day or something. And I'm back in the kitchen, mm-hmm. but the entire uh, uh, kitchen sink side of the kitchen has been like totally remodeled. The sink is is flipped. The sides are different sides. The dishwasher is now on the left side of the sink instead of the right. My mom is just it's in the living sanity. room with 
with my kids and I go in <laughs> and like, what happened? She's like, oh, I put a tampon in the garbage disposal oh, uh-huh. and yeah. I had to, <laughs> yeah. I, I had to, that's what I happens. had to remodel yeah. your kitchen yeah. because of the destruction that I caused. <laughs> I'd love to hear an ad on that. Uh, and I did just, uh, I asked Google about this and that actually, uh, so being able to control the dream is an optional aspect of lucid dreaming, but lucid dreaming uh-huh. is knowing you're in a dream and, you know, becoming, becoming aware you're in a dream, which I guess makes sense from the term lucid. But yeah, sometimes the additional ability is that you can then have an effect on the dream mm. as a result. It's the sensation of being in a situation that makes no sense that you have no control over. <laughs> and yet you're stuck in for an indeterminate amount of time. I've never stopped lucid dreaming. Right. <laughs> lucid dreaming. Right Just called democracy, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, that, that has been my entire life. Do you guys have a recurring nightmare? Yeah. Apocalypses. I definitely have apocalypses. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the bathroom thing earlier probably also counts as a, as a nightmare. Like, not a joke. Like, you literally have no, apocalyptic yeah, dreams. No, yeah, absolutely. Like, it is it is a, a common one, and it's frequently, like, the, you know, uh, whatever events lead up to the moment where, like, you look out the window and you see the blast wave coming at you from, like, the, the you know, the, the nuclear explosion or, or you see the, the, the mushroom cloud in the distance or the sure. bombs being dropped or the alien invasion or, like, some version of that. It's more typically either... It's a te- usually a terrestrial disaster, like some, you know, usually like something like a tsunami or again, like a, an atomic bomb or something like that. But it's absolutely those ones where it's like, I could I survive this? Maybe I can hide, but I know I'm not going to survive this. And, you know, like go hug my wife in the last 10 seconds we have here kind of situation. So yeah, like they're not constant. They're not incredibly frequent, but it is it is absolutely <laughs> a thing that happened on a semi regular basis throughout my life. Yeah, you would have been huge like circa 4500 bc <laughs> like that's that, that's like celebrity yes, status yes that's a good point yes real soothsayer there you yeah. know uh mine and i you know i think i just got exposed to it too early because it still gives me nightmares man the legend of zelda i played that game too young and I know Whoa. I still have nightmares the of some. The first one, the eight bit. Yeah, the, the very the very first one, the scariest one, the, one the, the scariest. Best right? Yeah, very realistic. <laughs> yeah. No, please explain the nightmare. I'm so, very curious. Here's how specific it is. Castle three, the monster at the end of Castle three is like this like plant with like four lobster claws in each direction, and the way you're supposed to defeat it is you're supposed to like lay a bomb. Right in the middle, and then you blow up the plant. But oh, what, spoiler! Yeah, sorry, dude. <laughs> um, it's only Castle Three. There's like nine of them, so you're fine. Okay, hopefully. But unfortunately, if you don't place the bomb in the right spot and you only blow up a part of this monster, uh, the monster moves like really super slow. But once you only blow up a part of it, it runs across the screen super fast, and like it's infinitely harder to destroy it. The fact that it started moving so fast must have freaked out like the four-year-old Josh in me, and like that's still it's not. It, it's only when it's moving fast is when I'm like, ah, all right, I did, I pissed it off, I, I fucked. <laughs> now, now in the nightmare, are you envisioning it as you saw it, like on the screen in Legend of Zelda? Yeah. Or are you you're are you envisioning it like as a real monster? Nope. Top down, eight bit. <laughs> And once it starts moving fast, I know I'm in trouble in my I, dream. I'd love to see you in the perspective of the uh, of the uh, two dimensional character in the game, 
being terrified of it in front of you as it's just a flat line of, of dots. I don't know. If you want to cut to a scene and see how that plays out, I would love to see how that works because, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, still. No, I got nothing. Oh, great. Well, legit. I've never played it. Again, zero that, reference. So I really want to see Jen's scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Super. Uh, hey, it's me, Zelda. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the land. Uh, you here we have. I have uh, organized this wagon for you. Uh, you can just get oh, on this whenever you. you'd like. Oh, it's great! Uh, oh, great. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that I am a legend. I didn't expect <laughs> to see you here. I figured I would just hear stories of you. Uh, oh, so the fact that you're just greeting me is fantastic. Well, that's part of the lore. Is that I spread my own legends around town. <sighs> Yeah. Smart, smart, smart. Uh, so we're in Oregon, correct? Is that, am I wrong on that? Nope. You yep. are correct. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, this story takes place in Oregon. Right. Um, and there's a wagon. Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't bring a sword with me. Um, do, you, oh, that's, do you have one? Is there someone? Oh, you, you didn't I, bring a sword? Did I overhear that correctly? Yes. This is my wizard friend. Franklin. I'm an old man. Not. Oh, I'm. I'm not. Who said I'm I was so a sorry. wizard? I'm just an old man. But are oh, you correcting got, Zelda? Have I got swords for you? I've got. Oh. I've got swords. I've got. You need some bombs. The the very yes. fun. The cartoony. The circular and and well, se- spherical. But to your perspective, just circular because right, it's two dimensional. Right. Yes. Real real er. quick question though. Um, I don't have any rupees on me? Is that going to be a problem? I only take rupees. Everybody knows that about Zelda. I only (laughs) deal in rupees or gold bars. Only Zelda would know this If you have gold bars, that's correct. Gold bars? Ooh. Uh, I have. I don't even know what gold is. Uh, rupees. That's however. strange because uh, we're you... Oregon, home of uh, <laughs> Rush. So you had the uh, the Zelda nightmare again. Yeah, yeah, I did. They didn't get any of the jokes. No, no, none of them. It's like the references were just going over people's heads. You know, you t- tried to write it, but you know, it just ended up somehow it took place in the United States of America. Ah, uh, it just ah. Uh. It hurts. It hurts. You know, you try to set something up and then it just it fails. I see it on your face. You got the bags under your eyes. That's how I know when you have the Zelda drink. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the bags of bombs. Didn't even offer you a sword. No, no, not even a free wooden sword to protect me on my journey. I just, uh, again, every time it just goes, it just goes off a cliff. And then I go. Aah. The guy with the four arms started moving fast. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah, it just came at me, and I was just like, what am I going to do? I can't move to the side. I can't jump. I just can't jump. Don't have the hook shot. Oh, look at me. I, I can't jump. I can't jump. It's so hard to be me. What about me? I've been trying to put my pants on for a week and a half. They're moving so... <laughs> God, come on. Please help me. It's so slow moving. Wow, it's so romantic that you took me out here to see the moon jet. Um, doesn't yeah. it look lovely right now? It does. It does look really beautiful uh does it look a little weird to you yeah like it's just like so big like a like a big face smiling at this cute little date that we're on yeah yeah that was the part that uh that that kind of threw me off a little bit uh did it always have a face don't forget about me jet i'm sorry i'm sorry uh uh my fairy is talking to me right now yes oh, what is no, a fairy please. fairy yeah more like best friend but i mean okay okay what, whatever play whatever that game jet All okay right, it's yes. just it's your dream. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just be a fairy floating over here. It's fine. 
Don't worry. Deadline's in a couple of weeks. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, sorry. Work is just really uh, um, hitting me really hard here. And uh, my, my friend here wants to remind me about all of my responsibilities. But let's get back to the date. Let's get back to the date. No, of course. It's fine. I was doing the New York Times connections. Anyway, okay, um, yes. you were talking about this handsome moon that is so big and so angry, like my little man. Thank you. Do you have to... I, I don't mean to nitpick because I'm loving this date so much. Um, did you have to wear the, the the mask, the creepy mask, on the date? I mean, yeah, it gives me powers. Chet. I do love your power. Hold on a second. Chet. Um, yeah, yes, 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 uh, fairy. Did you work out today? No, I no. I'm tomorrow. I'm doing that. You know, I, I'm going to be on my feet don't all day at the out. fair, and I just I figured I could skip a day now because I'm going to get a real. I'm going to get all my steps in tomorrow. So you know, I I have a good I have a good reason not to have worked out today. Okay. Don't forget your deadline. Now you're in front of another door, and uh oh, behind it, Josh has been reincarnated as a tiny fairy, and look <laughs> out for his passive aggressive fairy dust. <laughs> Am I still under the rock or <laughs> Yes, you are still under the door. You Got have it. not okay. you have you have not uh, rolled you don't have enough strength Sorry, to lift the door. That's uh, no, fine. I it's fine. You are not dead. You can still <laughs> your your friends could still rescue you, but you got to handle this new Josh monster. He's very tiny though, so. There's nine other Joshes here also as the New York Yankees. If there's something we need to talk about, we can totally talk about it. Like, it's fine. My feelings totally won't get hurt, but just don't be, like, too harsh about it. We can talk about this. Josh, you have to defeat uh, Monster Josh. This'll be a trip. I want to see this bitch. I have to defeat myself is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey there, uh, little fairy Josh. How's it going, buddy? Why are you calling me a fairy? I'm not a fairy. Just call me Josh. It's fine. All right. Um, well, hey, buddy. I'm supposed to we're in an awkward conversation here where we're in a dream but we're also in a podcast where we're talking about me being passive aggressive so in order to defeat you i need you to stop being passive aggressive really josh that's kind of weird i didn't think i was being passive aggressive fairy josh that's kind of the thing the fact that you're not aware you know it's better than the original fight club <laughs> i didn't like it and on on that review um which hopefully does not describe this podcast we do bring this podcast to an end michael hyman say the things you have to say thank you as always to matt walker for our intro and outro music this episode was hosted by jet kaufman edited by jet and chris sanders and co-hosted by me michael hyman every scene you heard today was improvised on the spot along with some of the ads with only a light touch of editing for your comfort if you're loving what we're doing pause real quick and write a five-star review before they close the app or wherever you're listening, and tell your friends about us. Tonight's regular cast included Josh Spence, Sean Michael Boozer, Jen Burton, Chris Sanders, Chris Compton, and our very special guests, Christian Heffley and Jeffrey Thompson. Uh, guys, They were dreamy. Whoop, whoop. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was a pleasant dream. Do you guys have anywhere you'd like to share the, your new things for people to follow you? online uh i i don't have anything to share uh but i i was going to talk about how i have reoccurring dreams of being killed brutally but we didn't get a chance to talk about that so next week can we when yeah. i'm back is that yes. true? Uh, yeah, that's yep. terrible no it's fine don't, don't worry about <laughs> it's it it's not important uh <laughs> probably on, i'm probably on twitter so can whatever. i brag about my my friend jeff though like not only is he an expert tax guy but are you you're one of the new instructors for camp 
Improv Utopia, right? Oh, yeah. You can find me there. I'll oh. teach improv there. Congratulations, oh. man. Yeah. That's oh, so thank awesome. You. What about you, Christian Halfley? F-Dog. Nothing new. I mean, as always, you can hear me perform at uh, Great Wolf Lodge in Southern California or any of the locations there. (laughs) I am, uh, the character I play for the rebrand is uh, Fertizan the Frogmare. So if you ever visit any of the candy shops or stay and watch the the first episode of the long series of movies they've done to rebrand the characters, it's me. Yeah, everyone go buy some hotel uh, night stays so they can (laughs) listen to Christian Heffley. Yeah, the water park. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, water park. How appropriate for this episode. (laughs) It's a herald, baby. Oh, it (laughs) makes me piss. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of pee in that water park. (laughs) Been there? I know. You've contributed to it. (laughs) He sampled the he sampled the slide water. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh, okay. That's that's the end of this this episode right there. That is it. That's over. Josh, did you have uh, something you want to throw at the end of this one, I think? Yeah, man. I just wanted also, it's probably a little bit after the fact because of timing and everything, but just a shout out in heaven, I guess, to uh, our guy, Bob Myrett. Is I think that's Moret, I, think. I don't know. I always said Moret, but I never checked. Bob I never asked him. I Anyways, asked him. that dude was one of the most supportive people I've ever met as far as in the, just in life. He was always so nice true. to me. Anytime I had a new project, he would come. I remember when we were starting, uh, you know, booking at Acme Theater, he was like, I'll come to all the shows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was such a presence at West Side Comedy. Um, I know he's dearly missed. I miss him. I didn't really have a grandfather, and he, like, fit that void real quick by just being who he was. So I hope he's up in heaven giving everybody a hell of a hard time because he was the fucking best. Well, I wish he was on this podcast to give you a hard time, Josh, because that would be appropriate. Amen to that. <laughs> I guess we'll have to do it on his behalf. <laughs> I should stop trying to pull my pants up? <laughs> no, leave those down. Yeah, okay. yeah. We got another episode to do after this. We've we, we, we got time. <laughs> all right. Good night. I Miss love you, Bob. All. Miss you, Bob. Good night. Good night. I don't believe anything's on. Oh, my time. I kick the door on its hinges just so I can move. I was going to call back the pool full of pee, but it suddenly seemed like it would not be good. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> yeah, Bob would have liked that. Bob would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. man knew a callback. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first time I met him was at a Halloween party, at, at uh, one of the West Side's Halloween parties. And uh, he, he didn't know me. <laughs> we started talking. And he's like, you look like a guy who likes beef stew and i'm like (laughs) that's so specific and i went he nailed you and i went yeah i went impressive i do like beef stew as he's like that's what i'm gonna call you from now on beef stew (laughs) and for like five fucking years how's it going beef Beef. (laughs) how's it going buddy get a photo with my friend beef (laughs) 